RTHK News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Julian Coyle. The top stories. Landlords will be asked what kind of future they want for their properties in a major redevelopment survey on Hong Kong Island. The technology minister says the SAR's COVID health code system could technologically match the one on the mainland, but will meet local needs. And at least 14 people are confirmed to have died in floods in the Indian state of Kerala. The Urban Renewal Authority says it's planning to conduct a new type of survey that could lead to the reshaping of an old area of Sai Wan Ho. It's planning to ask building owners for their views on how the area can be rejuvenated. Wang Yinting has the details. The authority says it's planning a pilot survey on urban renewal needs on a site covering about 24 hectares of land along the site of Shaoke Wan Road. The URA says the study will look at some 250 buildings built at least 30 years ago. The site stretches from Chai Wan Road to King's Road on the eastern side of Hong Kong Island. It's not clear yet whether the survey will eventually lead to a full redevelopment of the site. A former president of the Hong Kong Institute of Surveyors, Vincent Ho, sees a high potential for a redevelopment project in the area. He says the land is not being fully utilized at the moment. The Innovation and Technology Minister Alfred Sitt says Hong Kong is technically capable of matching the mainland's health code system for COVID, but stressed officials have to find a system that suits the SAR the best. Mr. Sid said he thinks a traveller's personal data should be submitted to mainland officials before the person crosses the border. But that's something for health officials to decide. Speaking on a TVB programme, he said different proposals on exactly how the local health code should work have been submitted to mainland authorities. The Indian military have joined flood rescue efforts in the state of Kerala, where at least 14 people are confirmed to have died. Here's the BBC's David Bamford. In Kerala state in southwest India, several rivers have overflowed and many towns and villages are cut off after heavy flooding. In the inland town of Kottayam, dramatic videos showed bus passengers being rescued seconds after the vehicle was inundated by flood water. In Kavali, many people were trapped under debris following a landslide. Helicopters flew in relief materials and personnel. Fishing boats were used to evacuate residents trapped in Kalam and other coastal towns. Police investigating the killing of the British Member of Parliament, David Amis, are understood to have taken a phone belonging to the suspect's father for analysis. The father was once an advisor to Somalia's Prime Minister. British government sources say there's no indication so far that anyone other than the suspect under arrest was involved. He's been named as Ali Harbi Ali, who is 25. At his weekly blessing to crowds gathered in St. Peter's Square, Pope Francis condemned the killing as well as other recent attacks. La scorsa settimana sono stati compiuti Last week, various attacks were carried out, for example in Norway, Afghanistan and England, which caused many dead and wounded. I expressed my closeness to the families of the victims, and I pray please abandon the path of violence, which is a defeat for everyone. Let us remember that violence begets violence. Britain's Interior Minister Priti Patel says the government is looking at anonymity on social media, after the killing of Mr Amis. She said such media could be corrosive, but tackling it required a balanced approach, as pro-democracy groups relied on anonymity. 
As Patel said, safety procedures for the regular meetings held by lawmakers with their constituents were also being reviewed. There are ways in which we can do things differently, moving from publicising appointments to pre-booking appointments, making sure that appointments are checked thoroughly, that the backgrounds and individuals are checked. If I may say, a lot of those measures are already in place right now, but we all have to be incredibly self-aware, conscientious as to how we conduct our business and put safety front and centre at this. To the weather forecast, cloudy periods and slightly cooler overnight. The minimum temperature will be about 21 degrees. It'll be mainly fine and dry tomorrow with a top temperature of about 27 degrees and moderate to fresh north to northeasterly winds strong offshore at first. The outlook, mainly fine on Tuesday but cloudy on Wednesday. It'll be cooler with a few showers in the latter part of next week. The temperature now is 23 degrees and the humidity stands at 70%. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past 11. The Australian state of Victoria says it will finally lift its three-month-old lockdown this week as it closed in on its target of 70% vaccination. The state premier, Daniel Andrews, said Victoria reached 65% vaccination yesterday after administering almost 40,000 jabs on Saturday afternoon. That's why today I am very pleased to be able to announce that from 11.59pm this Thursday, when we will hit the 70% mark, the lockdown lifts, there will be no restrictions on leaving your home, there will be no curfew. Meanwhile, New South Wales, which lifted its lockdown last week, said younger children would be able to return to school from tomorrow. Security officials in Haiti say a group of Christian missionaries and their families have been kidnapped near the capital, Port-au-Prince. The details are unclear, but local officials say at least 15 women, men and children, mainly Americans, were abducted by an armed gang from a bus as it was travelling from an orphanage. Jacqueline Charles is a journalist for the Miami Herald newspaper. It's by a gang that is called in Creole Katsa Maozo, 400 Maozo. This is a gang that operates on the roads leading to the border with the Dominican Republic um, outside of Port-au-Prince. It's notorious uh, for um, kidnappings and what they do is car loads and bus loads. That is their modus operandi. Back locally, the Financial Secretary Paul Chan says Hong Kong needs to develop together with what he called brother cities in the Greater Bay Area in order to achieve greater synergy and benefits. Writing on his weekly blog, the minister said development could reach greater heights in areas such as trade, aviation and logistics. He stressed the planned logistics centres at Hong Kong Airport and in Dogwan would enable faster customs clearance for goods to be moved between the mainland and the rest of the world. In sport, the night's English Premier League action is already underway, with West Ham beating Everton 1-0. The game of the night kicks off shortly as Newcastle play their first match since a big-money takeover by a Saudi-led consortium. Manager Steve Bruce is in charge for the game with Tottenham, despite rampant speculation about his future. He had this defiant message for his media critics ahead of the game. Well, I hope you are feeling the heat from your bosses because it hasn't happened, has it? What you all wanted. So let's hope you're getting a bit of stick from your, the people who put you in charge of whatever department you do. So, as I've said many, many times, when you're going to manage in the Premier League, you have to pick what's coming your way and have to, have to have the ability to 
see the job through, which is train the players as best they can, prepare them as best they can. Who wouldn't want this opportunity now? Any manager would love this opportunity um, and love to be sitting in my chair. So I'll make a fist of it. I'll try my utmost and, and as always, try my best, which is best for the club. In tennis, Nicholas Vazilashvili of Georgia stands between Cameron Norrie and the first Masters Series title. Norrie beat Grigor Dimitrov 6-2, 6-4 in his semi-final at Indian Wells to reach his sixth final of the year. From California, his BBC's Russell Fuller. There were flashes of brilliance from Dimitrov, but he was far too erratic and rarely offered any respite by Norrie. The 26-year-old served magnificently and never looked in trouble after racing into a four-love lead. No British man has ever won the Indian Wells title. Victory would give Norrie a place in the world's top 16 and a realistic chance of qualifying for the end-of-season ATP finals. But Basilashvili is ranked just 10 places lower, has already won two titles on tour this year and hits the ball as hard as anyone. In cricket, the World T20 competition is underway. Co-hosts Oman beat Papua New Guinea by 10 wickets in the opening game. Finally, a spacecraft carrying a Russian film crew has returned to Earth after filming the first movie in space. The capsule landed safely in Kazakhstan. The moment was captured by NASA TV and Russia's space agency, Roscosmos. 20 metres, guys. Brace yourselves. Touchdown confirmed at 11.35 p.m. Central Time, 10.35 a.m. Kazakhstan Time. And uh, confirmation from the search and recovery forces that the uh, Soyuz landed upright, so they stuck the landing on the steppe of Kazakhstan. The 12-day movie-making mission of Parasildin Chepenko at an end. And finally, to end the news, our top story once again. Landlords will be asked what kind of future they want for their properties in a major redevelopment survey on Hong Kong Island. The news from RTHK. In our newsroom, thanks to Julian Quayle. More headlines at midnight. Ten minutes after eleven, hour two of Sunday late.
into this hour with uh, a little touch of Amy Grant, the 1991 song, uh, her, the first single from her eighth album, the great album, Heart in Motion, uh, Baby Baby. My claim to fame is that just after that song came out, I think, as I remember, I got to interview her just after that song came out. Amy Grant and Baby Baby. More now from our featured album. Duran Jones and the Indications. Playing tracks tonight from their album Private Space. Mm-hmm. 